In 2021, the Philadelphia Eagles were 2-5, and five, and Nick Sirianni found a way to fix his team and get them ready for a playoff run. Can he do that once again in 2023 after two bad losses to the Cowboys and the Niners? All that and more on today's edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in, everyone, to another edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. I'm your host, Gino Camilleri, riding solo on this Wednesday edition of LOE, and today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel, make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash lockdown to get started. And to get started on today's show, I wanted to compound off of our discussion yesterday. And it was stock up, stock down. A lot of it was stock down. The Eagles were downright bad the last two weeks. But are they fixable? Is this a situation that they've been in in the past where... They might not have been on a stretch where they looked good. Rather, they looked downright poor, and they hit rock bottom. Taking a step back to 2021, the Eagles went through exactly that, and they were 2-5 and five coming off of arguably one of the worst losses we had seen in the last couple years against the Las Vegas Raiders, where the Eagles just look lifeless. And Nick Sirianni and company got that team turned around to where they were able to to get into a position to go to a playoff game and take on a Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, which I believe got them ready to know what the caliber of playoff football was going to take the next season. And you saw how good 2022 was. Now you're in 2023. A lot of it has looked good. but The last couple weeks have looked, let's say, poor, just to put it nicely. That's what yesterday's show was. Today is about positivity and finding how the Eagles are fixable. Are there areas where you look at this team and they've been very good? 100%. And in those same areas, I'd say like the passing offense, has there been games where they have looked downright poor? 100%. But are these things fixable? I think there are plenty of areas of strength that the Eagles can lean on. But let's look at some areas where they can fix, where they could turn it around. And it all starts in home. It all starts with penalties. Let's fix the penalties. Let's not take multiple false starts on the first drive of the game. Let's not take unnecessary penalties and put 30 yards on a play right before halftime. Like you did in the Dallas Cowboys game where Keely Ringo takes two 15-yard personal foul penalties. Penalties are one area where good football teams have it cleaned up. The ones that give other teams free yards, free opportunities to move down the football field, well, that's going to cause you to lose games. And that has happened to the Philadelphia Eagles the last two weeks. Penalties have killed them. It has killed their drives on offense. It has given Dallas and San Fran opportunities to extend drives. And what else has killed drives for this Eagles team? turnovers. 
and not being able to turn the ball over on the other side on defense and take it away. Look at against Dallas. Your three best players on offense all fumble the ball. Jalen Hurts in the red zone. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Two of those were in the red zone, folks. What happens if you don't fumble it in the red zone? What happens if you score on those drives? What happens if you give Dallas less opportunities? What happens if you don't have a negative turnover differential and you get back to where you were in terms of 2022 where you had this exceptionally good positive turnover differential? And looking at areas where they have improved, I think Jalen Hurts, in terms of interceptions, he's kind of calmed down a little bit. There were some that were unlucky. Two plays, the same exact play, rather, where it's an RPO. He reads it a little bit long, throws it. The edge player knocks it down. It falls right into the hands of somebody else on the team. It's unlucky. It's a bounce that went the wrong way. But is that fixable? Ball security 100% is fixable. It's a teachable thing. Nick Sirianni talked about it in his press conferences that every single day, and I'm sure this goes across the board. We did this at the high school team I played or coached for last year. Every single day, the first thing you do is about ball security, whether it's a drill, whether it's about teach tape, it's about taking care of the football. Can the Eagles fix that in penalties? 100%. What does that come down to? Being accountable. Being lined up correctly. Knowing the count. Having multiple points of pressure on the football so it doesn't get stripped out. And these are good players that we're talking about. This is Jalen Hurts. This is A.J. Brown. This is Devontae Smith. These things are fixable. Now talking about taking about, taking away the ball on the other side, is that fixable as well? Well, we saw it against Dallas. It happened once. Can it happen multiple times a game? It's happened in the past. The Eagles have done that. Look at the Kansas City game. Huge, huge what a positive differential in turnovers can do for you. And they've been there this season. This isn't just going back to 2022 where it was a crazy outlier of a season. In, in 2023, they've won games with a positive differential. But the games that they've struggled and have come close to losing and have inevitably lost have come down to not taking care of the football and not getting off the football field. You're 32nd right now. In third down defense. Frankly, there's nowhere to go but up. You have to be able to fix that. How do you fix that? You mesh your coverage. You mesh your front. Just playing and putting the guys in a position that is better suited to them on defense. And on offense, I think it's just making it easier for everybody. A lot of it seems to be prolonged. And Jalen Hurts, who currently sits at 2.7 seconds in the pocket, which is the longest of any respective quarterback, according to Pro Football References, advanced analytics. They have to find a way to make this easy to where the Eagles, they could take care of the football. They could take away the penalties. They could dominate the middle of the field on offense. And they could take away the middle of the field on defense. It's all fixable. They have the personnel. The coaching staff has been through this in the past. Sean Desai, he's been in some defenses that have had way worse personnel than what the Eagles have. He has to be able to turn that around. He has to play into the Eagles' hand. Brian Johnson has seen what happened in 2021. He's seen the evolution of an offense and how it has to change throughout a year when things aren't going well. And it was great to hear him. This came out on WIP that 
after that San Francisco game, he walked into the offensive meeting room and said, guys, I got to do a better job putting you in a position to succeed. I got to do a better job play calling. It's accountability. That's really what I believe is the sentiment to fix this thing. It's just being accountable and fixing the penalties, fixing the areas of fumbling, fixing the areas where you just are poor. It comes down to looking yourself in the mirror and holding yourself accountable because you're only as strong as your weakest link. And there are some areas where this team is really, really good. Very good, in fact. And that's what I want to continue to touch on in this show. Why are there areas that the Eagles are so good and why we should continue to be positive is because we have seen it this year. And the Eagles still rank highly in a lot of areas. And we'll get into that on the other side of this break. But first, we have a message from one of our great sponsors. This episode of LOE is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. If you don't know what FanDuel is by now, you are missing out. Is the number one sports book in all of America, the number one sports book here at the Locked On Podcast Network and LOE. And right now, if you're new to this show or new to FanDuel, or you're an everydayer here and you're saying, oh, what is FanDuel? How do I get in on the action? Well, you download the app on your phone or you go to FanDuel.com and you're going to put in the promo code Locked on. That's L O C K E D O N. And right now, when you do that, new customers will get $150 in bonus bets by simply putting in a $5 money line wager. You put in a wager for the Eagles to beat Seattle, and they do, you will get $150 back in bonus bets to bet on spreads, player props like we do every Friday at LOE3, over, unders, and more. So get in on the action by going to fanduel.com slash locked on and continue to roll in this NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the National Football League. All right, everyone, continuing to roll on on this Wednesday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team each and every day, free and available where you get your shows and on YouTube in video form as well. Make sure you subscribe, 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 subscribe. I cannot say that enough. And while you subscribe to Lockdown Eagles, make sure you subscribe to the first ever, I'm telling you, the first ever, much like the Weather Channel, it's 24-7, Lockdown now has the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel for you on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top stories of the day with local experts like myself and Lou on Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel and subscribe to LOE while you're there. But continuing on in our discussion, why are there areas of strength for this Eagles team? And why should we continue to remain positive about this team? Well, they're 10 and three folks. They're 10 and three. The sky isn't falling. They still control their own destiny in the NFC East. They still have a 30% chance at the one seed. And there are areas of this team which have been utterly dominant, which we have seen come to fruition this year in big-time moments, talking about their passing offense, their front four on defense coming up huge in multiple different spots, their run game, their pass game. There are a lot of areas to be very excited about this team. And you have to look at it in what just happened over the last five weeks. I believe in a vacuum. This stretch was super difficult, super difficult, and you went three and two. 
I can guarantee you if you go back to when Lou and I were previewing the schedule, I think we said three and three up until Seattle, we would be confident in this team. And you played some great ones. Dallas, Kansas City, Buffalo, and San Francisco rank respectively as the sixth, fourth, third, and first best offense according to DVOA. And on defense, San Fran is four, Dallas is five, KC is nine, and Buffalo is 15. Played some pretty darn good football teams, folks. Schedule lightens up a little bit. Did you have success in that run? Yeah, you beat Dallas once and did a lot of things well. You beat Kansas City and Buffalo and did a lot of things well. You did them so well, in fact, you were able to keep up with some of the best teams in the NFL. Now, where are areas where the Eagles are super dominant and you're saying, Gino, why should we be positive? Well, we talk about not being able to get off the field on third down on defense. On offense, they have the third highest conversion percentage on third down at nearly 48%. On fourth down, they're first at nearly 72%. They're sixth in points per game. Sixth. We talk about their offense being bad. They're still putting up points. Time of possession, they're tied for sixth. These are all things you need to be able to win. Situational football, holding on to the football, scoring points. Pretty easy, right? Now, how can they get even better at that? Well, there's a couple statistics that I wanted to dig into a little bit more and say, hmm, maybe that might help out the Eagles. Right now, when it comes to pace, this is how long their drives take. They're 23rd. What about a little more up-tempo offense? We've seen that in the past. We've seen this team get other teams on their heels and really back them up. 2022, I can remember they did that a lot early on in second halves where they knew they had a team on their toes and they just went to that hurry-up mode and they got things clicking and they made it easier for Jalen Hurts and those wide receivers. Talk about making it easier for these wide receivers picking up the pace. Let's make it easier over the middle. On yesterday's show, I talked about how the Eagles were respectively ranked 32nd in terms of throws over the middle of the field in the amount of throws that they've made there. But at the same time, they're top 10 in average yards gained on those plays. And it's the best when it comes to Jalen Hurts' completion percentage in any area of the football field. You talk about picking up the pace and making it easier for playmakers in space for guys like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. Those are all things that can help improve this offense in areas where you're already strong. Why are the Eagles 25th in yards after the catch per completion with guys like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith? Those guys should be, it should be top five easily. At the same time, you're 26th lowest in terms of drops. The guys are making plays for you. And you're 25th lowest in times that Jalen Hurts has been hit. Why aren't we getting that ball out quickly? Why aren't we getting it into space? Why aren't we playing with a little more up-tempo? Because you have a very good offense as it is. What if we add these little things in there to continue to gain confidence, to continue to assert our will against some of these teams? Because they downright have at times. They have. They've impacted teams on offense with their offense in ways that they haven't been able to handle. Look at Buffalo. Josh Allen puts out a freaking unbelievable offensive performance, and the Eagles still were able to come out on top and score 37 points. And why was that? 
Well, it's because in time of possession per drive, you're second. You're holding on to the football. But at the same time, you're converting when you hold on to the football. You're third in scores per drive, sixth in touchdowns per drive, fifth in points per drive, fifth in yards per drive. You are successful on offense. You are. But there are just some areas where you can clean it up. The offense is what is going to win you a Super Bowl. Let's be frank. The defense, you're going to have to hope that they find a middle. But it's that offense where I'm looking, it's like, these areas where, I mean, you're fifth in points per drive. That means you're scoring touchdowns and scoring field goals. Well, when you're 12th in points per drive in red zone trip, well, let's have a little bit of a discussion there. What if we continue to be more efficient in the red zone? Like you were in those games against Dallas and Buffalo and KC where you were perfect. What if we get our running game back to five and a half yards a clip as opposed to 2.3 and 3.3? And what if we don't turn the ball over? We've seen what happens when the Eagles do that, and we haven't seen them do it for 60 minutes. Now, what happens if they do it for 60 minutes? And what happens if DeAndre Swift gets back to running the ball the way that he has? To where we talk about the Eagles' offensive line not being as good as they were in the past, yet DeAndre Swift still ranks fourth in yards before contact. Fourth. Before he's even touched. They can get back there. They can get back there. I'm telling you. They're very close. They're very close. It's just cleaning up those situational areas, finding areas where you're already strong, and capping that off, making them a little bit stronger, and finding out a way to get this defense back to average. Because if this defense is average, you have an elite enough offense to, when they are good, to compete with the best of them. But that's what you have to get back to. We saw what happened in the last couple weeks. What happens in the road ahead? A little bit easier of a schedule here for the Eagles down the stretch before the playoffs. We have one more break before we finish up this edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Today's edition of LOE is also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. If you don't know what Prize Picks is, it is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Prize picks is easy. All you have to do is pick two to six players. Say, are they going to have more or less than their prize picks stat projection? And you can now even combo NBA and NFL games to where you want to pick LeBron James. He is going to have more than his expected amount of points. You could say Jalen Hurts is going to have more than his expected amount of completions. And you could pool together across leagues, play with celebrities like Meek Mill Andrew Schulz, and at the same time, they give you one of the coolest policies in any daily fantasy sports that you're going to play in, and that's the reboot policy where even if one of your guys get injured, they will make sure that your wager is paid and that player is rebooted. It's basically an insurance policy for daily fantasy sports. Now, Gino, how do I get in on this action? All you do, you go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. And when you do that, you're going to get a first deposit match up to $100. You put in $25, they'll match it at $25. You put in $100, they'll give you $100, so on and so forth. All you have to do, go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. And once again, make sure you go there more or less 
two to six picks. It is simple. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, everyone, wrapping up this episode of the Locked On Eagles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. And if you aren't subscribed yet and you're an everydayer, which, by the way, is free in today's day and age, just about nothing is free. We're on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you can get us. Just go there, subscribe, give a thumbs up, interact with us on Twitter. You can catch me at GC24 underscore football. Catch Lou at DBossie, L-O-E. Follow the main page at Locked on Birds. But before that, we're going to finish up here at L-O-E. Let's look at the road ahead. We looked at where the Eagles can get better, areas where they can marginally improve. And this road ahead, it is much easier than the last couple games. It was tough where every week felt like an SEC schedule. You're Alabama taking on Georgia, and then you're playing out. Well, you actually wouldn't play Georgia until the SEC championship game because it's East and West. But let's say you're Alabama and you play LSU, and then you play Ole Miss, and you play Mississippi State, and you play all of these teams, which are so, so good. You might slip up every once in a while. The Eagles did that. But the thing about football is that the important games come at the end of the year. It is December. Were those two games against San Fran and Dallas important? Oh, heck yeah. But at the same time, it's only your first and second NFC loss. Frankly, it's your third loss of the year, matching your total from last year. Can you run the table to where you can win this division? The Eagles have done it in the past. 2018, 2019, both of those teams had to go 4-0 to finish the season to make the playoffs. And they did. And they did. What about the 2021 season where you have to go near perfect after your two and five and the Eagles turn around and go seven and two down the stretch. Nick Sirianni has to hold this team accountable and they all have to hold each other accountable, but it's going to be a lot easier when you're not taking on San Francisco and Dallas and Kansas city and Buffalo and Dallas. Once again, in back to back to back to back to back weeks. You're now going in a stretch where you're going to play Seattle, the Giants, Arizona, the Giants. Starting with Seattle, they have the 14th highest offense, according to DVOA, but the 26th ranked defense, according to DVOA. The New York Giants are 30th in terms of offense, 22nd in terms of defense. Arizona is 26th in terms of O and 31st in terms of defense. Just looking at the numbers, those teams aren't as good as San Francisco, as Dallas. So what do you have to do in these last couple games? I think you have to find that near-perfect game. Find that game where, much like my analogies in UFC and boxing, where you were a number one contender, there's going to come a time when you're getting closer to that number one contender conversation, i.e. these next four games, where you're taking on opponents that might not be as skilled as you, but you put together a good performance to where you either knock them out, you submit them, or you win on the scorecard handedly. And the Eagles can do that. Seattle might be without Geno Smith. If they have Drew Locke, you have to pounce at the smell of blood at that team. And they're competing for the playoffs right now. They have a big-time game ahead of them. They have to, in, in a sense, come out on top. But it's not the best team. Their defense is susceptible. Their offense isn't the best you're going to see with Drew Locke, but you're going to have some opportunities to go against some good wide receivers. 
that might give you a good understanding of what it'll be to cover multiple weapons in the playoffs. Another try at that. But then against New York and Arizona, can you just blow those teams out of the water for once? That'd be nice, right? Just not have to suffer until the last minutes of a game against Washington and Sam Howell. It'd be nice to just go in and handle your business in those games. Things are going to lighten up. But they have to correct those woes. But you should be confident. The road is going to lighten up. They're going to be able to hopefully hone in and get right before the playoff run. And even if they don't, look at 2017. The Eagles played their worst of ball the last couple weeks of the season after Carson Wentz went out. But somehow, some magic pixie dust came out of the sky and come January and February, the Eagles played their best football. Now looking at 2023, have the Eagles played their best football? I frankly don't think so. Have they been dominant at times? Yep, we've seen it. They're 10-3. and three. Have there been times where they've been up and down? Yes. But the road ahead the next four weeks is a great opportunity for this team to get to where they want to go. And to get to where they want to go, they have to be as perfect as possible. And it all starts with them. Where can you continue to hone in the play calling in terms of offense? Where can you continue to move your defensive pieces around and figure out a way to hopefully stop defenses moving forward in these next four weeks? This road ahead, it's not going to be one that's very scenic. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a lot of overcast conditions where you're battling the elements because you know what's at stake. You know what's at the end of the road. It's potentially being the first repeat winner in the NFC East since I was double or single digits aged. They're there. There's no more excuses. There's no more, oh, we're going to try and get better. Oh, we need to be better. No, you have to go and perform better. And we've seen it. We've seen it. I gave you a whole bunch of good information in that second bit of the show where there are areas that this team can be utterly dominant and be stronger than their weakest link. Can they do it in a way that hopefully will get that bad taste out of the mouth of many Eagles fans of what San Francisco and Dallas left? Let's hope. I know I've said a lot of let's hope this week, but that's what football comes down to. That's what sports comes down to. It's the hope that kills you. The hope that the Eagles can get the one seed. The hope that they can host the playoffs at home. The hope that San Fran slips up. The hope that Dallas slips up. But what the Eagles can do that doesn't come down to hope is controlling what they can control. And that's in Novacare. It's taking care of the football, and it's continuing to be good in those areas that they have been good. It comes down to Nick Sirianni and co. getting this team back on track. But that'll do it for us here at Lockdown Eagles. Well, for me, rather. And we will be back with a crossover edition Tomorrow, Corbin Smith from Locked On Seahawks will join Lou DiBiase. Of course, he will be back taking you into Friday where we will be back with LOE3, making our picks, hopefully winning you some money. But until then, make sure you subscribe at Locked On Eagles, at over at the entire Locked On Podcast Network, and make sure while you are there, you subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. I am telling you guys, this thing is is off the charts. You will get all of the local sports experts like myself 
over at Locked On on their 24-7 streaming channel. All you have to do is go to YouTube and subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to LOE and all of the other Locked On Podcast Network shows while you are there and wherever you get your podcasts as well. Until tomorrow, that'll do it for myself, Gino Camilleri. As always, signing off. We love you every dayers. Fly, Eagles, fly.